I'd be in jail or be dead. That's what I know. That's personally, I just know that's what, you know, that, that was the path I was heading down. Uh, I have two brothers that are police officers. I have one brother that did 10 years hard time. So I was trapped always in the middle. I was good at school, but I mean, it could have went, I mean, there's many times that God saved me now looking back, but we don't know what an invitation can do to change someone's life. Whether mm -hmm. that was her inviting me to mass, Never know your father Yasek inviting me to mm -hmm. the, us to the uh, amazing parish. And now mm -hmm. how we're getting involved at, at our parish now is St. John the Evangelist. It's just like one thing after another. And you just don't realize how these different moments and just these little invitations can go and explode because it's, you never matters. know your impact. You never know. Right. You never know. Welcome to the Ron Huntley Leadership Podcast, helping leaders be a positive catalyst on the people they support, the organizations they serve, and the communities they live. This podcast will make you think, laugh, and grit your teeth with new determination to make your parish or business a place of transformation, passion, and purpose. If you're still breathing, you are power for impact. Hello and welcome back. My name is Ron Huntley. Welcome to the Leadership Podcast. I'm excited to talk today to two friends, Bobby and Katie Fredrickson, better known as the Catholic couple on social media and in their podcast. And we want to talk today about normalizing Catholicism. You do not have to be weird to be Catholic, or at least that's our premise. We're going to unpack that today. It's great to have you on the show. Welcome. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Thanks for Ron. having Good us. Good to see you. Listen, I would love to to maybe start from a place of your story because your story is pretty normal. Uh, but it's cool. It's it's awesome. But you know, not everybody's rooted in the church and faith is their biggest priority and 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 just driving forward to be saints as as young people. It'd be great if they are. And I know there's some people that are listening that are good on you, um, but not everybody is. And so I'd love for you to share. So how did you meet? Well, we, uh, we didn't we, meet Catholic Catholic you or anything, anything like that. No, yeah. our story is definitely different. Uh, I was a bartender and she, she was coming into a bar that I used to bartend and that's how we first kind of met. Mm -hmm. And, uh, from there so we met in a bar, So we met in a bar, so. <laughs> very normal, how people meet. There's one, <laughs> there's one. And then, uh, um, and I'm a cradle Catholic. I grew up my whole yeah. life. You have to go to church, you know, mm -hmm. um, it was just something, it was an expectation, if that makes sense. My mom is very devout. Um, hmm. and, uh, she's a third order of Carmelite. She's yeah, a daily mass. Very, yeah, yeah, it was just very expected that I needed to go. Um, mm. And then, Bob, how were you raised? Uh, I was raised, uh, our tagline of the show is, uh, I'm the convert Catholic, she's the cradle Catholic. But, I mean, right. technically, I converted from paganism, basically. <laughs> I was baptized as a baby, but I never had any you know, formal faith. I didn't go to church. Sure. I didn't really even know anybody who went to church or never mentioned the name of Jesus. So I was kind of foreign to the idea. And kind of the opposite, going through public schools, it was kind of always kind of... Yeah, I went to Catholic school, grade school, but public high school. So gotcha. it was... We I, both went to the same high school, but four years, he's significantly older than I am. So um, by four years, I was, we did not go to high school together, but we I went we to didn't, We were in the same same building yeah. at the same time. So yeah. that's how we didn't know each other. And that's right. how we met. In a bar. Uh, in a bar, uh -huh. yes. So uh, yeah, so... She, but she was different. You know, there was... Uh, I never met somebody that was how she was, just how she treated other people. And especially at the time I was dating, I was with another girl and she wasn't nice and she was super mean to her. And the way that she handled herself, it was like, I've never seen anybody get, you know, somebody yelling at them, somebody being mean and then turning the other cheek and then driving that person home. 
Like, mm-hmm. like what, what, wow. how does somebody do that? You know, my experience was, you know, I bartended for a lot of years. I've probably been in over 50 fist fights. Like that's how right. I handled all my problems. And, you know, I was a fraternity guy, you know, into, you know, a sinful life basically. And I, when I seen somebody it like literally stopped me in my tracks, like, how is that possible? How is somebody that happy? How can they handle something like that? When I, every time I've ever seen a situation like that, somebody was, would throw a drink in their face mm-hmm. or do something totally different. So that right there, just by how she was living her life kind of got my attention extra, like, Whoa, you know, that's different. Uh-huh. And turns out she's Catholic. And I'm well, like, you know, and a practicing in the way, in the sense of, I'd still say like, my my faith in that time was more things I had to do. I guess I did mm-hmm. live it more than I thought, but it was more of a dormant. Like uh, I I was raised mm-hmm. this way, and this is how I act. But never um, where I was cognizant of the of the things that I was doing as to um, God working through me or me living out my faith. Right? It was just something that I was raised with does yeah, that make sense we were still going to mass so you had that, yeah so we still had that grace but mm-hmm. never realized how it was working i wasn't aware of how it was it was working I, I explained my own journey with more i i lit up once i realized that these rules regulations things i had to do are because i'm in a relationship um, right. with god and not um not because i have to because you have to or that whole idea of you know not going mm-hmm. to hell and stuff but i i would mm-hmm. say that um, I, even when I met Bob in a bar, right. And we were both yep. kind of, even though he's the convert Catholic, I'd say a more the cradle revert Catholic, right. Like that I, right. or that I never really saw my faith come alive until I saw a conversion happen to him that hmm. had nothing. So I had it, but I didn't know what I had. Right. Yeah. And, and probably he, part of it too is I wonder if part of it wasn't your mom's faithfulness. Like she probably raised you very intentionally and and probably modeled a, a level of i don't know i don't know your mom uh mm-hmm. but kindness and and just mm-hmm. virtuous life is that possible i, I don't know well I don't yeah know. i refer to her as my saint monica because i was like saint augustine you know in his confessions that was him you know you know uh, not yet kind of an attitude and i know she mm-hmm. was fervently praying for me still does i see her every morning at daily mass and i know she's praying for me it's just nice to know that you got somebody behind you who's on your who's praying for you that's definitely part of it for sure spiritually for sure you know faith's that important and just seeing that she's a happy person she's she's the most giving person i know she's just like lights up to give so Mm -hmm. it's just like when you see people who have their faith in action it's attractive you know and that's what i always Mm. try to preach is that you know joy is our biggest weapon and if we're you know not happy christians it's like that's the worst thing we can be is like but joy and a smile can convert by you know just by smiling it's just you know and i never came into the attention of i'm going to convert him to catholicism i didn't even really value i mean i valued it but i mean i never really thought about it until you know one um, christmas christmas eve we always went to midnight mass it was our thing you know um especially myself and my best friend would always go to midnight mass we'd actually go to a bar beforehand okay well after no, well, we would go and have a little cocktail and beforehand and still fast for the hour because you go to Christmas carols at 11 and then mass was at midnight. So we would, we, we even followed, we followed the rules, man. Cause she has is a, is a family of eight, you know, she's on number seven of eight kids. Right. So yes. she's, we knew the rules. We still, we still made it to mass. We still did all the things, 
But yeah. did it come alive as to how that that it should animate my life? No, you know. So, I mean, when we first started dating, I'm like I know you're not into religion or weren't brought up with anything, but Midnight Mass is really cool. It's really beautiful if you want to come. Mm-hmm. And so go ahead. So yeah, so it's coming up on the anniversary here of Christmas. So I get emotional. Yeah, just that's true. About it. Don't cry or yeah. cry. I don't know. Is well, that good for the show? Well, <laughs> the. Uh, well, it was a Christmas miracle. I mean, that's just exactly, yeah. you know, I, I shared a post on our, our Instagram because I was it was St. Andrew's feast day, uh, November 30th. And that was the church that we went to, St. Andrew the Apostle. It's a beautiful, beautiful, it's a beautiful church. church. And, you know, I walked in there with, you know, at that time in my life, I had lost my house, lost my hair, lost my job. I mean, I didn't have much. I mean, I, I mean, obviously things could have got worse, but it was pretty bad at that moment. So I was mm-hmm. to that point where I was searching, seeking, looking for a Christmas miracle. And I walked in with an open heart and I, I just remember, I mean, at the time I didn't really know what was going on, but I just Mm -hmm. remember like, God, you know, if this is real, this is going on, just talk to me, touch me, whatever you can do, you know, whatever it is. And I just, Mm -hmm. I walked out of there a different person, literally. Mm -hmm. And then I, I turned to Katie and I said, I think I'm going to do this every Sunday. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And, and that, it was like a Christmas miracle. And okay. I didn't really even know what was going on, but the place was beautiful. Everybody wow. was so nice to music. And it was like literally just an invitation. You know, mm. she, if she never would have said, Hey, you want to do this? Things would have been a hundred percent different. I mean, we definitely probably would have never stay, got together, no, got married, had not kids. Have stayed together. Right. I think yeah, that's just crazy right. how, how it works, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't by her telling me the, the rules or, Hey, you should, you have to do this to date me. It was just a simple invitation. And that's what most of the time is. It's more like, you know, midnight mass is really pretty. It's what we do on Christmas. Would you like mm. to come? It's really pretty. Like it wasn't it, beauty. The beauty brings people into the church. That church yeah. is gorgeous, yeah, especially beauty. on Christmas Eve in the whole church is dark and they slowly light it up with the Christmas carols going. It is absolute beauty brings people in, right? It's the first yeah. thing you notice. Yeah. Um, I think though, with that, with you saying that to me and then just looking into all the things, then, you know, Bob is a personality, um, which is good and bad, right? That he goes all in on something. If, if he's not like ever lukewarm, <laughs> he's either hot or cold, and he's a hundred percent in. And um, it was kind of like, yeah, like me, I'm a cradle Catholic, but I just go to mass. And he's like, and then this and then this and then this, and I'm like, I just go to church. I I just go to mass on Sundays. Like you're trying to like chalk this cradle Catholic into doing all these things, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, well, you know, so. Again, this was me just not not lit up, not it's yes. me hardwired and in, in in the basics. You're culturally Catholic, right? You're culturally, culturally Catholic, Catholic, hardwired in the basics, but there's no there's no switch that got flipped until that happened, right? Then I lit up and I'm like, oh whoa, this is this is a relationship. This is something I need to work on. This is a a person I need to have a relationship with. Not Bob. How I'm did God, you get to that right? place? Like, yeah, you got Bob. Like that's a you know, a physical relationships and loving relationships. Those are that's obvious. But what point did that become like, like, how did you get from there? That's a big jump from I'm culturally Catholic because I was raised Catholic, born and raised as I'm expected to go to church. Like a mm-hmm. lot of us, I've grew up like that too. A lot of people can relate to that, but, but hold, hold on. Like how, how did this that was happen? both slow and fast. I think, I think it was his conversion that sparked an interest. And then over time, things that we slowly got involved with. So um, we were invited to go to the amazing, when we were married and then we were invited to go to the amazing, amazing parish, parish conference. conference with our priest. 
who has broken English and we thought we were going to help him out in the marriage ministry. And we, we just said, in, yes. we we just said sure. Yes. And then we go to this, and we're like, this is a parish conference. <laughs> what is this? And so, and, and, and that's how we heard changed. about alpha actually. And yes. we we heard father Malin talk and Jeff cave. And again, Bob can't do anything little bit he has to go bigger go home so as soon as that like he was fighting with the, our priest in, on the plane i'm doing alpha he's like well, well let's just go so he's like no no no, i'm, I'm doing it and I then said, he already you didn't dragged me all the way out to denver to go home and talk about it i said we're gonna do it and i don't care what you say it's free they said it's free and i'll make it happen so so he drove himself to michigan i drove to, get to michigan that, that like two weeks later again, to get trained. this is me going i'm just catholic and i go to church <laughs> and now i go to this conference and there was an encounter there an encounter well, that's during adoration with um matt Marr concert it mm -hmm. was i was in the room was by the way i was experience. there at that conference i was in that room with matt Marr. you guys were there we just didn't know each other how cool was that isn't that cool yeah yeah so that that was the for me that was an encounter that was the yeah. first experience mm -hmm. second experience so the the midnight mass and and but i wasn't yeah. yet into this church yet so now i've mm -hmm. been received into the church we went to this conference and I never heard people talk about this is what our faith is. Be disciples, make disciples. I'm like, what is this? And then I was sold. Jeff Cavins gave a talk about the difference between a fan or a follower. And I'm like, I don't want to be a fan. I'm a fan of the bears and the bulls. I'm like, yeah, what does that get me? I'm going to be a follower. And I'm like, whatever it takes. And we were, and that our priest called me the pit bull. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no. Whatever it's willing to do. I take my own money. I'm driving. I'm, I'm getting trained. And then I came back and said, no, he gave me like 10 more reasons why we can't do it. And I just said, no, no, I'm doing it period. And then, so Katie and I were still working. We had no budget. We had no team. It was just me and her. And then we cooked the food ourselves. I would, wow. I would shower at work, go straight to the church. We would make the food. We would host, do all the stuff. And, and then eventually we did get the ball. Rolling. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. just right. But you're we willing to do the heavy lifting early in order to get the ball rolling right but that's, so that's where we we grew so much it was just like mm -hmm. being uncomfortable stretching letting the holy spirit kind of come in and we just started to embrace the holy spirit into our into our marriage into everything that we did it was like we had no experience as catholics for like the holy spirit weekend we're like we just had to try right. we just had to put ourselves out there and miracles started happening people started growing in their faith and we grew and right. And I think that that's, that's it too. It's that I realized how much I didn't know and how much richness mm. and truth there is to discover. Even now I, I'll sometimes learn things and I'm like, well, I was I never taught this in the Catholic schools. Like, why wasn't I taught this? I mean, I don't want to time to teach it all. And the, the, just the richness and the depth that our faith has, I just feel like I was kind of robbed, you know, but mm. I think it's because of I needed to have that. I needed to grow up, right? I needed to go yeah. take, make this faith my own, not my mom's. You have to go to mass, right? Now it was mine and I needed to be on that path. And just that different podcasts, like honestly, it might be, you know, cliche, but honestly, Father Mike Schmidt's is, podcast, mm -hmm. his homily is really, yeah, really we've helped been me. listening to them for we've 10, 12 years when they very first came right. out. When he's just a priest and, yeah. and, you know, well, he still is in the University, University of yeah. Duluth, right? But he... I, he we were just, thirsty and hungry for to learn more. And anywhere we could find some truth, I was starving for more and I was starving yes. for more. Where can I get more? It's just, it's just, it's like a an onion that never stops peeling and you just mm. keep finding out more. You just, you just get really hungry for it and excited about it. And then the, that, that that priest, uh, he asked me to uh, get involved in the, this late leadership program at the seminary in Mundelein. 
And I looked at the sheet. I said, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I looked at the sheet. It was just the front side. So it was just Mondays for like a year. Again, like, us being asked something we had yeah. no idea saying yes to, but we said yes I, I never turned over the sheet. I already committed. It was like two years. It was like Mondays, and then it was like Saturdays <laughs> all day for two years. And like, and we were living in Northwest Indiana. I'm driving all the way to Mundelein. It was like two hours. It was wow. like a turned out to be a, a, such a blessing though. I, I, this was, we were thirsty for, for learning mm -hmm. and it was just, it was just one thing just kept happening and it was just awesome. Where I'm at. And I don't know about you. And I think you're with me. It's like, I think this is in stages. I was thirsty for more, um, learning more, right. Mm -hmm. More edif edification. Now I'm thirsty more for more community also is on my level with what I've uncovered that I can have mm. deep grounded conversations with right because I feel mm -hmm. like our culture right now is so shallow superficial bite size right it doesn't go very much we've learned we want to get to that next level of discussion yeah. and co collaboration and community and right. that's what Alpha did for us. I mean, it was like, we didn't know what we were doing, but mm -hmm. we sat at a table and like got to share and the share, listen to other people and hear their stories. Like, hey, they're similar to us. And mm -hmm. and just growing in, and being, you know, hospitality because I'm one of four boys. I had no faith. It was, I was a selfish person. I didn't know how to give of myself to other people. And this allowed me an opportunity, especially, I mean, I didn't have very good patients most of the people were older it was like you know it's just it was just i kept putting myself in different situations i would have never thought you know 10 years prior i would have been in the guy who was you know a bouncer at a bar who was more worried about gambling and, and drinking and stuff like that but it was like i felt alive i felt this sense of community and belonging right. the thing that my heart was really longing for the whole time i was looking for love in all the wrong places and and it was with jesus and his church and his community mm -hmm. wow that's so beautiful. The, the whole the whole idea of, you know, seeing Bob's conversion and then that awakening you and then going on this journey together. There's two things that I'm hearing that were really pivotal. One of them is people asking you to do stuff, right? <laughs> like, you know, they just asked you and you were crazy enough to say yes. But that was those that ask and that yes led to something crazy. But then I also... Look at the role that Alpha played in your life, even just fumbling around. Because I'd say that was my experience too. I was fumbling around with Alpha. I didn't know what to do. Whole yeah. idea of praying with people, they'd be filled with the Holy Spirit, scared the daylights out of me. Like, I I, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And, and so just it's in the fumbling, it's in the trying, it's in the commitment, it's in the generosity, it's in having those conversations over and over again that just somehow, some way, you grow just being open you know for me I, I think too many times as catholics we just assume everyone's answer is going to be no so we don't ask kind of a thing so it's like okay what's the worst that can happen kind of yeah let's do it but now obviously with alpha is the culture of of invitation and bringing people along mm -hmm. it's just you know i don't know how many times i was going to ask somebody i'm like what are they going to think or what are they going to say and just mm -hmm. not being you know so worried about those kinds of things and give them the opportunity to say no because if mm -hmm. if you don't ask the answer is no and if you know whatever the statistic is you ask 10 people one person says yes it's like okay well one person's life like me was changed mm -hmm. because somebody took the time to to have the courage to ask me not, hey, here's a theological explanation of why you should be Catholic, but hey, we got this cool thing. Come check it out. And that's yeah. the alpha premise. And that's why it works. It's like, hey, come and see the Jesus mm -hmm. method. Come and see. Hey, I'm a sinner. 
you know, we go to church because I, I know I need a savior and, and she knew I needed it. And, you know, who doesn't? So it's like, Hey, but you know, it, it's, hard. I knew you needed it though. I mean, I did. Well, yeah. You, you I knew, knew I needed, needed it. it. Definitely. You know, I, but it was like, this is, if you, this is what I do for Christmas. We were starting to date. Yeah. We weren't dating that long, but we were, it was getting pretty serious, you know, and this is more, it was more of a next step in my life. This is that, but then God did the rest. You know, it was, mm. it was like, he used me and I didn't even know it. I was kind of oblivious. I, thank you for thinking that I'm have all these intentions of, well, oh, I know you're I mean, going to change his life, Lord. It, none of that was just like, this is what I do for Christmas, um, but right. I appreciate it. Well, <laughs> I, but when you don't realize these little things that people true. do mean things and, and, mm -hmm. and it's either everything matters or nothing matters. And that's how serious it is because everything matters mm -hmm. and how you talk to somebody, how you smile at somebody, how you live your life, it, you know, it echoes in eternity. I believe that, you know, and it's, mm -hmm. and it, it really can change somebody's You'll never see your full impact. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And that's it. But, and when you do, and then you see the fruit, then that gives you the, the, the steam to keep going when it gets tough, mm -hmm. when it's hard, when you got 10 no's in a row and you've been asking that person at work, like a hundred times, like you should try alpha and they don't. And then eventually they do. Then it's, mm -hmm. then it's like, you know, it's like your faith just grows because you see it in action and you see mm -hmm. the miracles and you see, how people's lives are, you know, changed and affected. Mm. And it really, it's like, I don't know what I'd, probably, I'd be in jail or be dead. That's what I know. Mm. That's personally, I just know that's what, you know, that, that was the path I was heading down. Uh, mm. I have two brothers that are police officers. I have one brother that did 10 years hard time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was trapped always in the middle. I was good at school, but I mean, it could have went, I mean, there's many times that God mm. saved me now looking back, but we don't know what an invitation can do to change someone's life. Whether mm -hmm. that was her inviting me to mass, Never know your Father Yasik inviting me to mm -hmm. the us to the uh, amazing parish, and now mm -hmm. how we're getting involved at, at our parish now with St. John the Evangelist. It's just like one thing after another, and you just don't realize how these different moments and just these little invitations can go and explode because it's mm -hmm. you, never know your impact. you never know. Right. You never know. Well, I know that uh, you know you guys started a podcast, the Catholic Couple. And uh, your social media is active, and and so what what drives you guys to continue to have these conversations and invite people into these? Like, what's driving you now? Well, she said I'm I'm super passionate, so I'm like all in. So I'm like, some would say maybe obsessed, but I'm inspired. If I get inspired, I want to share it with other people, and I learn. I'm also my background was I went to college to be a teacher, and she was a teacher now, a principal. So. I've learned that when I share things with other people, not only does it help them, but it helps me and it goes deeper in, into me ah. to remember it. Because every day I, we share, uh, we already talked about Father Mike Schmitz, he's impacted our life and he's reaching so many people with the Bible in a year and now this catechism in a year and his homilies. And we've been following him for a long time and it's like, he's impacted us. Mm -hmm. So if it impacted me, uh, uh, you know, a meathead, you know, ex-person, like he, he, he's reaching a lot of uh, younger people. So we mm -hmm. share a lot of that. And also the other guy is Fulton Sheen. I mean, I found Fulton Sheen and like read all his books and watched all his old life is worth living videos and got super, super. Yeah. So we, but we have this bond and the two people that we really love and we, we, you know, how much they make the, the faith come alive to us. So we like to share that and like a lot of you know, quotes and stuff like that. But I think that for me that the, like I said, we had this quest thirst for knowledge, thirst for yeah. wanting to know more that the more we found out, the more we realized what we didn't know. And it's yeah. like never ending. 
that along with that need and want for expression and community, that's the perfect platform because we can have these dynamic conversations about these things that we're learning about. Like right. where else, where, what medium can we utilize for that? Because there aren't that many people out there reading Fulton Sheen right now. Okay. I mean, not, not in our, you know, in our friend circle, in our friend circle, like but on online and through podcasts and through me and you having the, a dialogue and, and just thinking that the, mm -hmm. uh, the people in the podcast that are listening are almost like sitting at the table with us, joining the conversation. Yeah. It's that it's bridging the gap between what we've learned and that community. That's how I see the it. podcast is, you know, we share what we do in the podcast on our social media. Most of the time we're on Instagram, but like the podcast, it's just, we don't really usually have a script. It's usually me and her. We're both super busy. Right. So it's like, we schedule it, we'll schedule it out. And it's like, we get to have a conversation with each other. Like the dog's laying down, the kids are sleeping. The podcast. Yeah. And, and it's, I still have to, I still have to kind of like beg her, like, come on, you know, you want to do it, you know, <laughs> you know, cause we're busy. So it's like, you know, so we, we, so it just depends on like the topics, things that we're interested in is what we want to talk about. So like mm -hmm. parenting, how to raise Catholic kids, you know, uh, mindset type stuff, leadership. We've had you on up talking about leadership. So we're both in leadership roles. So we want to be better leaders. We want to be better parents, mm -hmm. better Catholics, better, you know, mm -hmm. better spouses to each other. And, and it, things that work for us, we try to be as vulnerable as possible because, you know, with, uh, with each other, real, I don't, yeah. To be vulnerable and real. I mean, I, my past is, is there's nothing off, off limits. I don't mind. It's like, if I could show like, Hey, you know, yeah, I was, I was addicted to drugs and gambling and stuff like that, but with God, anything's possible, mm -hmm. you know? So this is how we, we move past it and move right. forward. And, and if you stumble, how to get back up and, you know, I put these different things into my life that's worked for me. If it can work for a bonehead like me, it can work for you. And this is mm -hmm. what I did. And, you know, and it, mm -hmm. it's hard. Yes. And stuff like that. Just anything discipline or she's into, she's a daily faster. She fasts 20 hours a day usually. So the benefits to that or just Not whatever. Lately in this Christmas season. And we also like to do, we're both very liturgical. <laughs> so we like to to like what's going on in the church and like we live our lives liturgically with our family and how we raise our kids some of the things that we're interested in and thirsting for that knowledge and being able to share it because when you know something you want to mm. share it and like you said when you share it you remember it better yeah. too right when you teach it you remember it so just also sharing that and having that be you know you you want to process your thoughts you read a good book mm. you want to have a discussion about that you know, you, yeah. you hear a good message. You want to have a discussion about that. And yeah. we do, we're nerds, right? Like, so. And we found <laughs> we the best news. We found and, Jesus and, and we want to share yeah, that. Yeah, what we're doing is just sitting and recording our conversations because we're like, somebody out there must be interested in this stuff too. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I love, I, I, like the way you guys go about it is just so fun. I do. I feel like I'm sitting around the table, eavesdropping on a fun conversation and you guys are, are so real with each other and therefore real with us, the listeners. And it's just plain fun. It's, you know, it's just fun. And, and I don't even think you need to be Catholic to listen to this stuff because there's so many people that are married to a Catholic and or are curious about Catholic stuff, but don't know where to go to, to learn or to listen in. And, and I just recommend anybody who's, uh, you know, just 
trying to do life, marriage, parenting, work, and mm -hmm. and wrestle exactly. with faith and make it real and integrate it into your life. I can't recommend you guys enough in terms of following what you're doing and 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 being involved in those conversations. And and I hope the podcast today, as people put a, they're listening to it on audio. You can go to YouTube as well and 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 see Bobby and Katie uh, for yourself. And then but then head on over. To the work you're doing, I just really wanted to introduce people to you because I do. I, I just see you guys earnestly living out your faith through your marriage, through your parenting, through your work, with all the struggles and challenges that is. But I just see this earnestness and passion in you guys that I really value and admire. And and we're trying to to live our faith out in the, in the world. And we know in this culture right now, it's so hard to do it because it almost seems like the world's hostile. against us and it's hostile. It's easy on Sunday when everyone believes what we believe for the most part, and and you know we're in that community. But then we're, we're called to go back out and to the mm -hmm. to the real world. And and it's just funny with my job. For a long time, when I first started becoming Catholic, like they I was being mocked at work. They, they, they were mocking me. They would call me Bobby Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that was like to like make fun of me. Like, oh, there's Bobby Jesus. Cause I'd be, I was just starting to read the scriptures and I'm like, man, I didn't know the Bible. So I'm like, I'm carrying all it with, for him. Like, yeah, I'm like, listen to podcasts and I'm doing all this stuff. Cause I'm, you know, I worked, you know, for, for public works and a lot of the times I can have a headphone in. So I'm trying to learn and I'm doing all this stuff. And, and then they were making fun of me. And then at one point it was crazy because I had got permission to put up a crucifix at work. And then mm -hmm out of nowhere, like they kind of turned on me kind of, and they're like, okay, you got to take the crucifix down. So now I had this, this moment and I'm like, I almost felt like Jesus, you know, in the, in the temple kind of like a moment. I was like kind of overreacted. My, the old me kind of snapped in. I'm like, no, now you're coming at me for my beliefs. I got permission. And it was like one of these, I almost got fired. So I got suspended for three days and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can work here anymore. It was like a, a bunch of stuff. And I was already humbled in this job because, you know, I was, I was a teacher and here I am, I'm working mostly picking up garbage and stuff like that. And then I just, I found out what the word liturgy means. It's the people's work. I'm like, here I am, my public works. I can do the people's work. <laughs> and that's what happened. And then I transformed it. And it's just crazy from that story where I almost got fired for Jesus to now our new mayor, he has encouraged the whole city for prayer before work. And when I work for a public city a municipality and the mayor leads the whole entire, it's optional. The mayor leads the whole city, city hall in, in, in prayer. And he wants all the department heads. Um, now I, I'm, I got promoted. I'm a deputy commissioner. So I, I lead prayer every morning for 30 guys. Not everyone prays, but every day it's different. I rely wow. on the Holy spirit to say prayer. So I went from, from getting, you know, almost mm -hmm. fired for a crucifix and standing up for myself uh, and being mocked for my faith. And now I lead prayer every single day. Mm -hmm. And it was funny how that transition happened. I don't know if, you know, if I told you, but she gave me a bunch of blessed, uh, miraculous medals and i stashed them all over work in the <laughs> boss's office and all over and within a month they were all gone all those people were gone and now we got a whole new team in here and that was because miraculous medal our blessed mother <laughs> so it's just crazy how god it's just funny it's like you know god laughs and and he can take any situation and kind of whatever we think is going to happen just turn it upside down mm -hmm. and it's just you know i try to stay faithful through the whole thing and it's just it just seemed like every, they were all against me and now it's like the tide has changed and now mm. we're praying every day and we're seeing other people's lives being changed and hopefully all i'm i'm, I'm pitching alpha to try to do it to the city so i'm working on that so that's yeah. just stay tuned for that so yeah be a nice follow-up podcast. I, I like right. the sounds of that. And us as listeners, we can pray for Bobby in that pursuit. I mean, it'd be so cool. And 
alpha in the workplace is a thing and and to be able to do that so cool katie i want to have you back too i know that you're in uh, catholic education you're a principal now at a school and i've done work with uh, pastors and and, and the principals have sometimes been on leadership teams and stuff, which never really works, but we'll talk about that in our podcast and not because not because they're not the most they're often the most contagious, well-educated and and really great people. But they're just so busy, like they just have yeah. so much to manage and it's not the parish. And so but I'd love to have you back and, and crack that open a little bit, because I think it's important. Absolutely. I think it's important that people understand that and, and, and it'll be a fun conversation. Both of you are amazing. Where can people follow you guys, Bobby? Uh, our podcast is The Catholic Couple, Fun with Faith, Family, and Friends. We're on Spotify, iTunes. Our Instagram's The Catholic Couple One. And we're also on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. But mostly, you want to get in contact with us, uh, Instagram. Uh, we're on there every day. We, I also do. Uh, He's on there every day. I'm on there. He does and a joke a day. I do the dad, dad jokes. jokes. I'm a principal. Yeah, she's busy. I'm, I get up early every Sorry. day. I you get, just said it, Ryan. They're really busy. They, I can't they are. Do a joke they, they are. So she's our she's our technical advisor. I'm more. And the, they look like the Catholic couple is the Catholic guy or husband or Catholic dude, Catholic dad, whatever. But I do exist, and uh, I yeah, I go on the, do the podcast, and I, I sometimes show up stuff. on on reels on the Instagram. Yes, that, you that, do. That's mainly him. Yes, <laughs> you do. So if you want to see a dad joke, I I think the world needs more laughter. So that's that's what I share. Yeah. We share quotes the saint of the day usually i'll throw a quote out there mm. or you know some kind of something that to inspire you through the day and try to laugh because we yeah. need more laughter and joy and that's laughter that's what we're trying to do for yeah. sure so, yeah and cool. making it normal and making well, catholicism we're... making yeah. it a, a norm for sure love it and you really do it's just so fun to talk to you guys i think people have gotten a really great sense of your your personality your heart your passion i think your story how you connected it's just so fun and so if you're listening to this today and you're thinking oh man these guys just seem so relevant and so real you know share this podcast with a friend uh follow uh katie and bobby uh and the work that they're doing whatever you're doing in the church wherever you are in life uh we never drift closer to god we only drift away and so be intentional. Uh, try Alpha if you haven't tried it yet. Connect with your local parish. Christmas is a great time to do it, although I don't know if this will come up before Christmas. <laughs> you can always wait till next Christmas. Uh, and, uh, and, and really just continue to connect. Thank you for sharing, everybody that's been joining us today. Thank you for leaving, a, a, you know, doing a thumbs up, leaving a question or a comment. All that stuff helps, and I really appreciate it. Uh, everything we do is to glorify God and to help leaders and to help parishes be amazing. Uh, Bobby and Katie, thank you for everything you do at your church, at your school, at your workplace, and online to bring people closer to Christ. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being a good friend and a mentor <laughs> and helping us because you've helped us a lot. We're actually starting a connect group in uh, in January, so we're helping with the connect group. Thanks good to you and uh, you helping guide us there. So we appreciate that, that sense of community we've been longing for. We're bringing it to uh, oh, you're making my day. small group. So thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. God bless you both. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ron. I want to encourage you, as you lead this week, be faithful to God and generous to others. See you next time, and remember, if you're still breathing, you are powered for impact.